Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from right here in the Impact, <clears throat> boy, the Impact Power Sports Studio. So glad you are here. If you are, uh, just listening to audio. I look like I'm part of the Detroit Lions street team. Got the Lions hoodie, the black one with the blue letters, and the Lions hat. The blue winter hat. Some would call it a toboggan, which I've never understood that, but... um. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'll get to that later. This is just by chance that I'm, I'm wearing. I don't wake up and say, yeah, I'm going to go and support. I mean, I have, but it's not today. Today's not the day when I wake up and say, yeah, the team won. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to represent. I, I, I never do that. Very rarely. Once in a while, I might go, all right, here we go. But I, I find that when I do that, it just, I don't know. I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a bit. Uh, our beloved Darla is not with us for this show. The dog is acting out. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that my, my daughter came home from college and she's staying with us. You know, she's kind of like in that weird phase where she's you know, out of the house, but not really. Well, she's back for Christmas break. And Darla knows it. So Darla constantly wants to be around the new shiny thing, my daughter. Oh, I've never met you before. I want to spend every minute with you. And if I'm not around you, I'm going to uh, freak out and lose my mind. So we get in here for the uh, normal day. And the dog just starts going bananas. 
screaming and yelling and crying like and it's like we can't have that we we need we need a solid day where there's no ridiculous interruption where we're focused and I don't have to get up and put her in the crate so I just put her in the I did it I did it preemptively okay I I which is remarkable for me that's something that I don't do plan ahead what so that's what's up uh she's butthurt and um She's probably going to be even more so because the Mexicans are going to be here in just a few short minutes. Now, I don't know how many actual Mexicans are going to be in the home as Iraq is checking in. That's always fantastic. Hello to Eric Nagel. I don't know how many are actually Mexican. The guy who runs the heating and cooling business is Joe Martinez. And he is, well, he's a Mexican. But I don't know how many people in his crew are Mexican. And I know that uh, he's got his son-in-law who helps him with the business named David, who is like a Chinese Russian or something like that. No, it's not far from that. Chinese, Chinese Italian. I think he's a Chinese Italian guy. Like his mom or dad, one of his parents is Chinese the other one's an Italian. Very interesting family. They go to the hockey games and they it's like one of these things is not like the other. You got a bunch of lily white West Michigan assholes. And then this whole family is you got the Mexicans, you got the Chinese Italians, uh, the Mexican. Joe Martinez's daughter is a Mexican. She married the Chinese Italian and they had two girls that are Chinese, Italian, Mexican. Which, by the way, wonderful, beautiful family. They just look so much better than all of the disgusting Dutch white bastards that live where I live. Iraq says you have the full United Nations going. I'm not kidding you. When I'm where I sit for the hockey games in between the penalty boxes, you you can they stand out like Mike Tyson trying to read directly across from me. This, this just filling up the row of five six people. I'm like look at those, look at that bunch. Tyler says my three favorite types of food: Chinese, Italian, and Mexican. Well, anyway, they're installing the new furnace today. Which, um, you know, the last thing you want. When it comes to all this, first of all, the thing started making noise, the old one. The old one is, is uh, that's original to the home. It's like 17, 18 years old. And uh, it started making this god-awful noise. So I recorded it, and he said, oh, yeah, that's your, and he said some term. He goes, that 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 thing's going, that needs to be replaced. That's I'm telling you, it's going to set you back, five, 600 bucks. Okay, great. And then he goes, I was completely wrong on that. For that model, it's like $1,400. $1,500. I go, oh my God. He goes, just get a new furnace. I go, all right, get a new furnace. So that's happening. Just in time for Christmas, you know, just in time for spending. Oh my God. All right, but that happens. Whatever. Who gives a shit? It's just money. Uh, E-Rock says, I just replaced my entire furnace last week, plus my water heater a month ago. It was over $17,000. Oh, 
No. Fuck. Dude, I'm sorry. The Immortal E-Rock from Compound Media. Um, <clears throat> so, but I do want to update what we're doing this week. This is the week for the Great Food Giveaway. Great Food Giveaway number four, where we are feeding 100 families, uh, people who are less fortunate than us. They drive up to Irvine's Auto Repair on Thursday at 3 p.m., we put a box in the trunk of their car, Christmas ham, uh, potatoes, corn, gravy, jar of gravy, uh, a bag of rolls, and a pumpkin pie. The Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance says, do you have any pets? Yeah, I got two dogs and a cat. Here's some pet food. Okay, there you go. And then after that, they head to the pink zone. In this assembly line of awesomeness, this assembly line of giving, there's the there's the pink zone. And uh, Team Pink will be handing out uh, pads, tampons, or uh, period cups. Amanda has a question. Why is it called the pink zone? Blood is red. True. Um, and it's, I didn't call it that. I called it Team Pink because... Uh, women are going to handle it. You know how like boy is blue, girl is pink? This is definitely team pink. Yeah, it wasn't so much about the color of the uh, material that's leaving the woman or the color of the genitals, as it seemed to be, as as these people are thinking, um, Rob and Amanda. It's about uh, uh, women are, I, I don't want dudes passing out tampons. That's, you know. Fucking weird. Can you imagine if you're a dude and say, yeah, hey, you want some tampons? I don't want to make these people uncomfortable. No, I'm just kind of like thinking ahead for once. Uh, that's so if you're on Team Pink, you're passing out tampons or pads or uh, uh, period cups, which there's got to be a better term for those than period cups. Um. I do have an update for you, though. I went and purchased the food on Friday. Now, initially, remember, we started out with the thought that it was going to be like $4,600 for all that food. And then the hams went on sale, and there was a couple other sale items. And that dollar amount dropped down to, uh, I've been quoting you, $3,083.80. When I got to the cash register, it came out to just north of $2,800. And when I put in my um, M perks, it took even more off. The grand total for all of that food was $2,684.69. Now, this is awesome because, because all of you... 49 of you at last check, 49 people donated when we passed our virtual hat and we came up with $5,196.06, two of which were $1,000 donations. So that means 47 of us 
uh, gave $3,196.06. But I'm just giving you statistics at this point. So 49 of you, $5,196.06. Which means for food, $2,684.69. As I mentioned, that was the final cost of the food. The tampons, that leaves us $2,511.37 for tampons or any type of feminine products uh, that may be in need. So that's really great. I mean, that's a lot. We are going to have, uh, when people drive up there, all these people that will be there, all all of us volunteers, the food will be stacked up, boxes high. The tampons will be stacked up. Uh, The dog food, the pet food will be stacked up and away we go. The work is done. Thank you to everybody who supported. We appreciate it very much. Uh, The big event happens Thursday at 3 p.m. I even got a $5 donation from one person at the end of last week. Thank you very much. I see you. That's what I was talking about. That person's like, hey, I can't afford anything but this. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, all right. So we will be going at it on Thursday at 3 p.m. at Irvine's for the great food giveaway with tampons. Number four. If you would like to be there, just show up. We're going to get there at around 2 p.m. And then um, by uh, 3 p.m., we'll start giving the food away. Maybe even before that. Sometimes people line up and we're like, we're not, well, we, let's, we don't have to make them wait. We're ready to go. So... Um, and spread the word so that uh, enough people are there. I I really hope that we uh, aren't left waiting around for people to show up, but we're, uh, we're hoping and praying that it'll all work out quickly. Everybody will get the food and then boom, we're done. And then that will be it for yet another year. Afterwards, we're all going out to eat. We are going to Beltline bar uh, again, and it's going to be awesome. Excited about it. Thank you very much. And uh, that's it. That's it. So a nice little bow on our package. A proverbial package. Lots of package talk going on today. Uh, But all right. And by the way, if there is someone who does want to make a last minute uh, donation, by all means. So I'm going to include that in the uh, show notes as usual and in the chat right now. If you want to throw a buck, two, five at us, whatever it may be, as we speak, there you go. If not, no big deal. Um, all right. I had planned on, I talked about this last week. I said, when it comes to the Lions with four games left, um, I kind of freaked out and it was like, I'm convinced that they're going to finish the year horribly and not win another game. All right. Now that did not happen. They beat the shit out of Denver on Saturday night, but I went into this with the idea that I, I don't even want to watch. I just can't take the feeling that it's slipping away. It's, it's unpleasant for me. And, uh, I'm kind of a baby. I want them to win so badly that I'm like, fuck it. I just, I can't. Uh, It's, it's a, 
mental thing. It really is. Uh, and, and it's weird because they've won nine games going into Saturday's game and lost four. They're in first place in the division, and um, they've performed fantastic at times. But recently, they've performed like shit and somehow managed to win uh, several of those games. But they most recently lost. So I was like, fucking A, this is terrible. You had the uh, ugly loss on Thanksgiving. You had the ugly loss against the Bears. And I'm like, Jesus. But I don't, I guess I don't have the right stuff to be like true blue lion fan because I was like, I'm not even going to watch. And it turns out that um, the game was on the NFL network. So I was like, well, even if uh, I am able to watch or I decide that I'm going to, I can't because I don't have the NFL network. But Diana was watching my daughter, Jackie's dog at their place. And she goes, come on over and see the, and see Cece. That's the dog. So, uh, I drive all the way over there. I walk in. I'm there one minute. She goes, Oh, they have the NFL network here. Put it on. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. Now I didn't, I didn't want to say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to watch it. Or I didn't like put it on and then go into a different part of their house. I just put it on. And, uh, well, they kind of beat the shit out of Denver. Murdered them like 42 to 17, beat the shit out of Denver. So this is fucked up. Because now there's three games remaining. They're 10 and four. And uh, they win uh, this coming weekend. They win the division. They're in the playoffs and they win the division. And they're taking on a Vikings team that is using, I'm not kidding you, their fourth string quarterback. Started the year with uh, Kirk Cousins. He got hurt. They went with the rookie. Uh, he sucked. They brought in Josh Dobbs from Arizona. He's one of those guys who's got that disease. One of those people that has that disease where he has no hair. Uh, what's it called? It's um, alopecia. And uh, so, which by the way, he has alopecia. And Will Smith's wife, they say she has it too. But she's got stubble on her head. So I don't know. Maybe she's just started getting it or something. I have no idea. Uh, Josh Dobbs was pretty good. And then he started to become shitty. So then they went, they brought in some other guy I've never heard of. Lions should be able to win, but you never take, you never take anything for granted with them. The Lions are notorious for, they'll be going up against a player who, um, like a quarterback who's no one's ever heard of. And that guy will have like an amazing game. That's the old Matt Flynn scenario. Years ago, the Lions took on the Packers with a backup quarterback for the Packers by the name of Matt Flynn. And, uh, like, the guy was terrible leading up to that game. And then in the Matt Flynn game, the guy threw for, like, 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns and uh, secured in the uh, offseason a giant contract because of one game, never to be heard from again. He sucked from that day forward. 
So there you go. Lions still in really good shape. And if they win, fuck, if they keep winning, I don't even, it's, it's so surreal to me. Jada Pinkett Smith looks like alien xenomorph. I don't know what that is, but I'll take it, Iraq. Uh, Blue State Rob says alopecia is great if you hate pubes. If Seattle loses or ties tonight, the Lions will clinch a playoff spot. Chris says alien xenomorph is the alien from alien. Oh, the film it? She does? I don't know. I've never seen the alien xenomorph movie. I saw the other alien movies. She doesn't look anything like that. What the fuck are you talking about? I'll take your word for it. All right. So welcome to today's show. So glad you are here. Uh, This show, as I indicated, is is brought to you by uh, Impact Power Sports. That's where the studio is right here. Impact Power Sports Studio. And if you're watching on Facebook, X, or YouTube, I'm going to send you on your way. Thank you so much for being here. But uh, if you want the audio podcast, get it wherever you download shows. Sign up on Twitch if you want the full show. Just download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, and then you are in business. Or go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live if you want to catch the rest of the show. No problem. Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'm undecided if we're going to be doing shows this week. I think we are. I think it's business as usual this week. I think leading up to Christmas... I think you got to have a normal week. So that's the plan. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I just posted not only the insane asylum and the lost Zane recordings, but who are these Zanes, which was unbelievably fun to hear uh, Eric from spring of 1998. And I also posted the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast where our very own Jimmy in Portland, Maine, says that he is uh, thinking about suing Jody Messina. You got to hear that craziness. That's all on Patreon for free. Seven days. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to the folks watching on Facebook X and YouTube. All right. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I'm on Instagram, Eric Zane Show on Instagram. Follow me on all those platforms, please. The open and live stream of today's show. Thank you to King's Room Barbershop, where I am due. I had no idea that I need to get my hair cut more than... uh, I used to go like four months... You know, you get it cut once and then you let just let it grow out like crazy. He goes, no, you idiot. You got to keep it looking high and tight. Dumbass. Come see me every 10 days. 10 days. Holy shit. King's Room Barbershop online at kingsroom.net. Three locations, Caledonia. Uh, also, Northland Drive and 821 36th Street in Wyoming, Michigan. Online at kingsroom.net for King's Room Barbershop. Haircut's about 19 bucks plus tip. Uh, get to a king's room near you. 
full schedules, exact locations, everything else available on their web, uh, website, kingsroom.net. I heard from Frank Fuss this weekend. He said, man, your audience is really awesome. Thank you so much uh, for doing what you do. I was like, well, I'm glad to do it. Thank you for doing what you do, believing in me to help spread the word about you as the number one insurance agent, independent insurance agent slash broker. Let's talk life insurance. The immortal Matt Kuypers. His wife just gave birth to triplets. He now has five kids. He needs to be worried about like diapers and matching menstrual cycles down the road. He's got a bunch of girls. He's got at least one boy though. Um, My point in all this is you got a family. If in the unlikely event that something catastrophic happens to mom or dad, the last thing you want to be worried about is money. So spend a little dough each month and get a life insurance policy to secure uh, that in the event that something terrible happens. Probably won't, but still get life insurance. Frank's going to help you with that. Uh, reach out to Frank Fuss. His website is buyinsurancehere.com. B-U-Y, insurancehere.com. Uh, not only life insurance, he can help you with Medicare, Social Security, if one of your loved ones is uh, utilizing those. Uh, not to mention your own insurance policy for health care if you utilize healthcare.gov. Obamacare. Frank can help you every step of the way. It doesn't matter what part of the country you are in. He can help you. If you are in West Michigan and you want to buy some type of toy, like a side-by-side, ATV, motorcycle, electric bike, pull a trailer. That's not really a toy, but you know what I mean. Golf cart, Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer. Uh, Head over to Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. Their website is impactpowersportsmi.com for more information. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right, rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate 
I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever, that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official dot com slash video lock. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Over the weekend, I started watching a uh, World War II documentary, multi-part on Netflix. It just came out. It's like one of the top 10 things watched on uh, Netflix. If you were to open up Netflix, it'll open up. It'll, it'll show you what it is. I don't know what the fuck it's called. World War II and it's something World War II. Really good. Uh, all um, original footage, restored, colorized, looks great. Uh, gives you like an overview of how shit went down from the beginning of the Third Reich to Hitler's attempt to um, well, when he invaded Poland and then he invaded uh, uh, France and tried to invade England and then invading Russia and then invading Northern Africa. That's where I'm at right now. And then uh, the Japanese get in and fucking attack Pearl Harbor, sink five battleships, and then the U.S. is in the war. That's where I'm at right now. I'm in episode number two. Um, talking about the extermination of the Jews and um, all of this put in motion by Hitler, uh, at least in the uh, European uh, theaters, for his uh, desire to cleanse the nation. And what's crazy is while I was watching that, they were playing a clip of, of Hitler, and he said something in this clip that had to do with... Um, uh, because there was a lot of experiments Hitler did with people. Um, like when he invaded Poland, there were people that were, um, that he would mat, like he had like a guide that the doctors, his crazy doctors would look at the eyes of some of the people in Poland. And if they had blue eyes and blonde hair, they were allowed to live, but they then were brainwashed and quote unquote Germanized. But other than that, they were poisoning the blood. So he would make like fake German kids as long as they looked German, Aryan. Otherwise, they were killed. And he was actually a quote about they will they're, they're about them poisoning our blood. Well, it fucking comes to pass that Trump over the weekend actually said that the Mexicans are poisoning our blood coming into the country. He said this, I think, at a rally in uh, New Hampshire. Uh-oh. This is uh, proof positive because no one did anything. No one gives a shit that he even said it. Proof positive he can say or do anything and nobody gives a shit. Tonight, former- it opens up with Lee Greenwood singing Proud to be an American. 
tonight, former President Donald Trump rallying his supporters in the early voting state of Nevada. It comes a day after he made these controversial comments about immigrants at a rally in Durham, New Hampshire. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. The oh, no. That is something Adolf Hitler has said, well, remarkably similar. They're poisoning our blood. Biden campaign accusing Trump of parroting Adolf Hitler, and similar wording was used in his writings. And at least one of Trump's... Mein Kampf is where that was lifted, is where he said it. That was his uh, fucking book about killing Jews or whatever the fuck it was. Trump's GOP rivals blasted him for the remark. He's disgusting. And what he's doing is dog whistling to Americans who feel absolutely under stress and strain from the economy. Trump is... Pro that's um, that's what I've talked about many times in this show. I, it, it, it isn't so much Trump. Well, at least it wasn't. Maybe with that comment it is that I'm concerned about. It's uh, the people that follow him. They're crazy. But after that comment, I think, I, I, Jesus Christ, what a fucking thing to say. Promising the largest deportation program in the nation's history if reelected in 2024 and requiring immigrants pass a strong ideological screening. Trump also touted his relationship with North Korea. Look at all these dumb idiots that are behind him. Kim Jong-un calling him, quote, very nice and referencing Russian President Vladimir Putin. Back up. Trump also touted his relationship with North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un calling him, quote, very nice and referencing Russian President Vladimir Putin. But even Vladimir Putin, has anybody ever heard of Vladimir Putin? of Russia says that Biden's, and this is a quote, politically motivated persecution of his political rival is very good for Russia because it shows the rottenness of the American political system. In new polling from CBS News out of New Hampshire, My God. Nikki Haley climbing to a strong second position following the endorsement of the state's governor. But this is Trump this weekend, attracting the New England masses. Trump loves our country. He loves us. We need a new birth of freedom. All a stark contrast to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. <laughs> they just show this massive crowd that Trump has. And then you see DeSantis, you know, at the fucking conference room at the Ramada Inn. As he struggles to gain traction in the state. Von Hilliard, NBC News. Oh, shit. They're poisoning our blood. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. What the fuck? Iraq says the DeSantis room looks like the room Jeb Bush said, quote, please clap. Blue State Rob says he doesn't love you, dumb bitch. He's preying on you. Joe Martinez says told you the guy is an asshole. Yeah, why you always got to be like, hey, I'm right. We all knew that. We all knew he was an asshole. It wasn't, we're, we're not looking to you for the guidance to determine that Trump is an asshole. He's just, I know that. He's a fucking psychopath. Aram says all politicians laugh behind closed doors at how stupid we are. Chris says, I can't believe these are our choices. Look, all right. Biden may be 
completely overwhelmed and not capable of leading because he's sick. He's still better than fucking a goddamn dictator. They're poisoning our blood. Jesus Christ. Fucking ridiculous. Um, I was reminded when I was watching that story, um, I don't know, it just popped into my head completely off the subject. The uh, war going on in Gaza. How would you like to be these three hostages? These three grown men were uh, abducted on October 7th by Hamas. These uh, uh, Israelis. Two or three grown men, and uh, they were, you know, hadn't seen their loved ones in forever, and they're holding out hope that um, the good guys are going to show up and rescue them. While it's all going down, they see the chance to make their break. And they take off. And uh, they see the Israeli forces are, are coming to rescue them. And they're so fucking happy. They have uh, signs made that they hang up on the building. Uh, written in Hebrew. Please help. And then uh, another sign says SOS. And they made the signs. This is absolutely just happened. And uh, by taking food that they had and smearing SOS and whatever message they could onto the sign. And then they, they said, hey, let's take off our shirts to show that we don't have any explosives on our bodies. They take off their shirts. They're waving a white flag next to a sign that says, please help. Three Israeli dudes. And the Israeli military sees them and shoots them dead. What the fuck? Okay, now, if you're Hamas, you're like, these motherfuckers are so serious. We have so fucked up. They're now even shooting their own people indiscriminately, even though they don't have shirts on. They're yelling, please help us. And uh, it's fucking crazy. And Israel has said, yeah, that happened. That did happen. We don't know how it happened, but it happened. My God. That makes the fucking Pat Tillman incident look like Sesame Street. Holy shit. The, the fact of the matter is that the uh, the family, the family of these three, families of these three are like, God damn it, they, they finally got out. Holy shit, they're going to make it. Oh, no, my God. Oh, fuck me. What an absolute catastrophe. Mm. Awful. Awful. Ryan says being a hostage would totally suck. That's an understatement. All right. Matthew Perry. Everyone is, uh, I've only heard one person suggest this. 
And I don't know why everybody's taking it easy on this lying son of a bitch drug addict. But uh, he lied to every single one of you. If you're all fans of Matthew Perry, okay, he's been a goddamn liar forever. And that's what us drug addicts slash drunks do. We manipulate everybody and we lie. Okay. Maybe Matt, uh, Amanda hasn't heard the word yet, but uh, he was fucking on ketamine, like a lot of it. The type of ketamine you take when you're like popping pills. Uh, there are There is such a thing as uh, ketamine infusion therapy to help with a, uh, any type of mental disorder. And you go to a clinic and they put you on a drip. And then um, you kind of like are flooded with... Um, he described it in his memoir as being hit with a happy shovel. And then he said, but it's too much and ketamine is not for me. Now... Matthew Perry, drug addict his whole life. Uh, if if Matthew Perry is saying, hey, this day hey, I'm clean and sober. This isn't for me. Everybody bought it because that's what we do. We want people like Matthew Perry to turn the corner and be clean. But he was far from it. And the manipulation, the gaslighting all takes place in the book when he says, I'm just here to help people. I'm j- I've made it. I've made it. I'm I'm sober. I'm clean, and I, now I, the rest of my life, I'm just going to help everybody. That motherfucker got in the hot tub and put a lethal dose of ketamine into his body. Uh, his heart rate starts beating crazily. It, uh, it, it, it creates a what's known as a disassociation. You feel like you're not in your body. It's incredibly powerful and will make you unconscious. While he's in the goddamn hot tub. Ugh. And then he slips under, gone. And everybody's like, oh my God, he was he crazy just died. And then, uh, what's that fucker's name? Uh, Kevin Brennan said, how did he drown in a hot tub? How did he drown in a hot tub? He could have just stood up. And everybody, oh my God, you can't make fun of him. Matthew Perry, fuck you. This fucking idiot. And uh, so today on the Today Show, it was uh, Savannah. She said, so she mentioned something about falling off the wagon. And and I, I was like, well, that's the first person uh, I've heard mention that. Now, the, uh, on our show here, Amanda is like the biggest Matthew Perry fan. This has to be crushing for her to know that he lied to everybody about all of this. Maybe we can bring her in here and she can... Uh... Hello? Amanda, it's, uh, it's Eric Zane from the Eric Zane yeah. Show podcast. Why do you listen to your people? I didn't Wait. think you needed I didn't think you needed to call me. I'm sorry? I didn't think you needed to call me. Oh. 
So what? It's not up to you to decide. I think that's I, a, I think that's an Eric decision. Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> so, what? What do you think about Matthew Perry? I mean, uh, this is uh, fucking horrible news. You you have to feel terrible. Well, he had a disease, like I said in the comment that I just put in there two seconds before you called me. Well, you know, I, being that I I'm an alcoholic myself, I've I've always struggled with disease because yeah. I, I, I always hate that usage of the word because a disease to me implies that you, 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 you mean you, you with, with, I can't choose to not have cancer. That's cancer's a disease to me. Mm-hmm. So, and it goes and it comes and it goes just like obesity is a disease. It comes and it goes. You have to fight it. Well, anyway, it's got to be soul crushing that he's a liar and told us all that he was clean and sober. When he was writing the book, he probably was. So he's definitely off of the wagon and he died because of drug abuse. Well, the thing is, is that ketamine can be prescribed as well. Oh, I know. So I, I didn't read the full like report. So I just saw that it said ketamine, which I'm not very familiar with anyway yeah and i mean i assumed what you said happened he got in the tub he had something in him that made his heart just explode and he went unconscious and drowned yeah well i'm gonna get into it a little bit further i just wonder wondering what you had heard about all this well that's it's it's exactly what i assumed happened yeah but i didn't i don't think i don't think he was like you know partying every saturday night and snorting up and shit like that well, no, there was only, uh, there, there, there was nothing like that in his system. Yeah. But, uh, the, the, everybody seems to be dancing around the elephant in the room about, was he sober? And no, he wasn't sober at all. I don't think he ever, I don't, I can't, again, I'd have to go, cause I, I'm not like following the story, like stalking or whatever, but I don't know if he actually ever said in an interview where he's promoting the book that he currently was sober. Well, um, no, he did. And he uh, talked about how he wanted to help people uh, with, mm-hmm. through his sobriety. And he also said that ketamine was not for him. Quote, ketamine's not for me. Correct. An, an, an enormous dosage of it. Like if he took it on, um, on his own rather than prescribed or uh, whatever. All right. All right. I know. We're going to go back and forth on it. And uh, it's mostly right. because, I mean, I'm trying to you know, fight my demons and come to terms with the fact that I have a disease and I need to fix it. I need to fight it. All right. You're the best. Thank you. All right. Bye. There you go. That's uh, Amanda. Um, let's see. Matthew Perry, like most addicts was like a priest pledging celibacy and trying to pray away the jizz. Uh, Hurricane Ashley checks in with, I've never disagreed with anything more. I'm thinking referring to um, some of the language that we just spoke of. Chris says, which part? She says, not a disease. It's a choice. Obesity doesn't come and go. Correct. And that's what I was trying to get at. But I didn't want to, didn't want to go too far down that, in that rabbit hole. Um, It, you. When it is a choice, I am choosing to put put the food in. 
it, it may be uncomfortable to actually put the food in or put the drug in, but you can overpower it. You can override it. At least that's my opinion, but I'm not a doctor. Maureen says, fatty here too. Agree, it's a choice. Uh, Blue State Rob says, obesity. People are just addicted to illegal things, sugar and fat. Blue State Rob says, former fatty and future fatty here. Obesity, the first sign of mental illness. A mental illness that causes physical illness. Amanda ch- chimes back in. You can overpower that yet. Yes, but your body is used to a certain weight. And if you stop giving it certain things, it's going to fight you and want to go back to that weight. Right, right. And I, I, I just struggle with the term, a disease. You know, I can't argue with my body that I have cancer. But Matthew Perry, make no mistake, he's a goddamn liar. He fucked with all of your brains. With all of his, I'm better, I'm I'm sober. He was anything but sober. Died because of a, a large dose of ketamine, according to an autopsy report. Leading to unconsciousness, the drowning. He also had coronary artery, artery disease and effects of buprenorphin. Buprenorphin. Bupe, I can't even say it which was a medication used to treat opioid use disorder. Um, Still ruled as accidental. Ketamine, um, when they give that to you, like in a hospital setting, you are so out of it and they can uh, work on you, do procedures, operations with ketamine. And it originally was like a, a, a horse tranquilizer. It has some hallucinogenic effects. It distort distorts. Why can't I talk or read today? It distorts the perception of sight and sound and makes the user feel disconnected and not in control and, it, and can induce a state of sedation, uh, make you immobile, relief from pain and amnesia. It sounds fantastic. The autopsy states that Perry, who was reported, quote, reportedly clean for 19 months. He's never been clean. Come on now. Was on ketamine infusion therapy with his latest treatment taking place just one and a half weeks before his death. However, the coroner noted that the ketamine in his system at death could not have been from the infusion therapy since that ketamine's half-life is three to four hours or less. So... He was taking it on his own. Per the autopsy, Perry's death occurred by, quote, unknown route of drug intake. The coroner stated that Perry was found in a residential pool with prescription medications and loose pills present as, as at his residence, but none reported near the pool or adjacent to the pool. Goddamn. What a fucking moron. What type of idiot is going to go ahead and get in? I mean, if you're going to take a drug like that, that can, quote, induce a state of sedation, make you immobile, and make it so that you hallucinate, why would you get in a goddamn hot tub? Lay in the bed! Jesus Christ! 
What a stupid place to be. This is a this is a Darwin Award type of death. Get in a hot tub. The autopsy also notes there were no signs of fatal trauma or no foul play suspected. Quote, at the high levels of ketamine found in his blood, the main lethal effects would be from cardiovascular overstimulation, heart starts beating rapidly, and respiratory depression, breathing less. Drowning contributes due to the likelihood of submersion into the pool as he lapsed into unconsciousness. So he just slipped into the pool or the uh, hot tub when he lost uh, consciousness. What a fucking idiot. Prior to his death, Perry was long vocal about his struggle with addiction. In his book, he recounted his journey to sobriety and the pride of staying clean. Quote, I wanted to share when I was safe from going into the dark side again, he told people at the time of a, for a 2022 cover story. Quote, I had to wait until I was pretty safely sober and away from the active quote unquote disease of alcoholism and addiction to write it all down. I was pretty certain that it would help people if I did. Yeah, you asshole. You fucked with people. Because, you know, there are people who probably read your book and you inspired them. And then it was all a lie. And now they're like, what? What the fuck? You could lead them to doing something terrible now. I mean, if you're going to go ahead, I don't give a shit if you continue to take drugs. But don't write a book about how great you're doing, you fucking idiot. And then you die uh, from in the stupidest way possible. What a piece of shit. That's why you can't like get pissed when people uh, like when Kevin Brennan made fun of this fucking asshole right after uh, everybody was like pissed off at him. And then he's I think he even said, uh, I laugh when junkies die or some shit. I, I forgot the exact quote. He, he was It's exactly what he was. God damn it. So anyway, that's that closed the book on that. This guy was a fucking idiot. Iraq says, I like you doing the Paul Harvey voice to read the story. Is that right? Kenny says in all seriousness, even though that guy made that joke after the fact, Kevin Brennan Matthew Perry probably thought he'd be okay because it was just a hot tub and really could just stand up if he had any issues, but probably didn't expect to not be able to stand up. So true. So true. Well, you know who is going to take a fucking uh, victory lap today will be Kevin Brennan. Hurricane Ashley says dopamine chasing is a motherfucker. 
So, yeah, if I understand that right, uh, that's like the uh, those feel-good chemicals in your brain, you know, and and then uh, you, you do whatever you can to get those just flooding your system. Google dopamine eating or things that give you dopamine source of all addictions. I don't know if I want to know those things. I think the second that I find out about that and I start chasing dopamine, I know for me, a big dopamine uh, release is when I look and there's more than 30 people enjoying the live show of this podcast. That's a big dopamine boost for me. Aram says, I think the American Medical Association has a definition of disease. I believe it has to do with a progressive nature of the affliction. An alcoholic over time has a worse reaction to alcohol, regardless of drinking during that time or sober. You know what? Maybe, but I can't do it. I just, either I'm going to drink or I'm not going to drink. If it is a disease, it's totally curable by decision. I decided I wasn't going to drink anymore. Thus, I am cured of alcoholism. Which doesn't sound right. It doesn't, the math doesn't work out. Amanda says they're working on trying to redo the vocabulary when it comes to weight gain, especially for bariatric patients. Instead of calling it regain, they're calling it weight reoccurrence or recurrence. Kind of like if you were cancer free at one time and then you had a cancer recurrence. Um, There you go. Uh, Ashley says, with all due respect, that's absolute hogwash. Amanda says, no, you, you will still be an, uh, at alcoholic. You will still be an alcoholic for the rest of your life, Eric. It's a disease. Arab says it is treatable, not curable. Well, I mean, I still call myself an alcoholic because that kind of like checks me mentally for me. But um, I guess at the end of the day, whatever the fuck you want to say, as long as you're healthy. That's all I'm saying. Like, um, I think what Aram is saying is there is no cure for alcoholism. What he means by that is like, I can't go back to drinking. You know what I mean? Like, um, a person who is not an alcoholic can drink. We cannot. And that's why we are still alcoholics. Like if I, if I, um, I'm constantly in recovery. That's that's what this is. I'm never better enough that I can go back to drinking is what he's suggesting. The cravings can decrease over time, but you're still kind of there. So I'm kind of like half pregnant here on this issue. You know what I mean? You can't really, uh, it's not one size fits all is what I'm getting at. But to my bigger point, that 
has nothing to do with what I'm, I'm focusing on. What I'm focusing on is the fact that Matthew Perry is a goddamn manipulator. Um, uh, I know he's dead, but he was a manipulator. This is all bullshit. What he put everybody through, what he wrote about in his memoir, he's a goddamn liar. He did not die sober. He accidentally killed himself because of his drug use. Amanda says, we can have this discussion on Thursday at the Great Food Giveaway. No, that's a terrible discussion. Blue State Rob says, Matthew Perry, asshole of the day, without a doubt. Without a doubt, the asshole of the day. But everybody on, on TV is like, oh, wow, yeah, he uh, he was had a, a large amount of ketamine in his system. And there's been only one person to suggest that he fell off of the wagon. One. And that was Savannah Guthrie. But even then, she didn't. No one's going to go out and indict the guy. I mean, I mean, except on this show, maybe on Kevin Brennan's show. I know I would if I was Kevin Brennan. He was. I'm not sad when junkies die. Holy shit! Okay, I have to go. Tinkle, stay right there. I will be right back. Hurricane Ashley writes, I'm excited for Thursday. Great food giveaway. By the way, I got uh, two more donations. One nice person sent $40 and another nice person sent $20 in so that, uh, fuck, dollar amount keeps growing. Thank you so much. Chris says, I'm going to contemplate that while eating the fudge brownies someone brought into work for Christmas. Blue State Rob says, didn't Zaniac bobblehead sender John Pulaski and Jenison make the music for the show before he went MAGA crazy? He did. Maureen says, can't wait. Hope the weather cooperates this year. No snow. I think it's going to be okay. Hurricane Ashley says, ugh, hey. I want to do snow angels. Fuck you. I love you. I want to do snow angels in that perfectly striped parking lot. Oh, my God. Fuck off. Where's the dog? I could give the dog a bath. Oh, shit. I'm drunk. Uh. Then uh, Blue State Rob says, accused bobblehead sender. I don't know who sent the fucking bobblehead. It might have been. It might have been John and Jenison. It might have been Pellerito. Pellerito was absolutely a suspect, though. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. That's where the great food giveaway is going to be. That's where you need to go to get your vehicles repaired. 616-532-6600. All makes and models. Well, the only thing they won't work on is the Volkswagen. You got a hybrid. You got an EV. 616-532-6600. ERVines.com. That's ERVines.com. As I speak right now, the United Nations of HVAC Repair are downstairs putting the new furnace in for the Eric Zane Show podcast household. 
If you need anything done, reach out to Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. That's 616-516-8579 if you are in West Michigan. The furnace tune-up for free is still good till the end of the month. Okay? Schedule at 616-516-8579. He comes in, tunes up your furnace. Normally, that's $79. He's got a deal with the uh, gas company where it's free. Thank you to Joe. That is a fantastic deal. Uh, Sports news. Taylor Swift was at the uh, uh, Chiefs game. I forget who the fuck they were playing. Doesn't matter. They won. But uh, her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey was like uh, pass interference, you know? And uh, they had they have a camera on her at all times. And they said that she dropped an F-bomb here. Yeah, that was a hard what the fuck. I'm telling you, she has an enormous mouth. Her mouth opens way wide. Huge mouth. <laughs> Fuck! She's so pissed. Fuck! <laughs> the other chick's like, oh my God. Oh shit, I got my mom jeans on. <laughs> Holy Fuck. Who cares about the Chiefs? I hope to God they don't win. Something has happened. I, I, I was a, I was like actually almost a fan of them. I, I could never be a fan like I am a Lions fan. But ever since all the commercials that these idiots have done and, and now all this shit, I'm like, fuck those guys. Oh, they were taking on the Patriots. That's right. Erex says her jaw unhinges like a python. Absolutely. Gigantic mouth. Ryan says her mouth is disgusting. Ever since you first pointed that out, it's all I see is mouth. Chris from Buffalo grabs the low-hanging fruit with probably gives great blowjobs. I have some highlights Sports story from the um, basketball game between North Dakota and the Christian college that nobody remembers. Remember I talked to you. I don't know if I talked to you about this on the Ben and Eric show or if it was on um, the Patreon, but you have North Dakota State, who's the actual college team, normal college team, taking on the local Christian school. The tallest dude on the local Christian school is six foot four. And they kind of tried to subdue the um, highlights from it, but the uh, they have found the highlights of this game. You will not believe how bad this team is. I mean, there are teams full of uh, people with Down syndrome who are better than this team. 
The team that's shitty is in the red. Look at the way that guy shot the ball. Coffee. Holy shit. Cheney. Okay, now this one, this play in particular, this is their big guy. Some of you know how basketball, you can't travel. You can, you can pivot your foot if you're standing in one place. Watch how he just kind of stands around and turns his feet. All these steps. Oak Hill Christian Academy. Strong enough to go up and over the top. Oh my God! Yeah, I guess you're probably getting to where there's some finals going on. And point, uh, hey. The announcers are just talking about anything at this point. They don't give a shit about anything going on in this game. They're talking about Interview final exam. He's pleased. Baseline as the shot clock away from Burke by Watch this. Keepers. Oh no! And 50 point mark. That bounce pass. Did you see him telegraph that fucking thing? I can't believe the pass got through the traffic. As the shot clock away from Burke by Bryson Keepers. More than four minutes to go. Oh, shit. He throws one up. The final score, 108 to 14. As, you, as everybody could hear, crowd was incredibly impressed. Early in the first half as well, there's a... Catch and shoot Jake Cavai in the Fargo Forum where he said, There are no pickup football. What a crock of shit. I cannot believe how how bad that team is. God damn. Impressive. Chris from Buffalo says, Shit, is this me out there? Blue State Rob says, I thought this was a WNBA game at first. You can't say that. The WNBA is excellent. My God. So there you go. That is uh, the highlights, the unearthed highlights of that game. One more sports story. A guy for the New York Rangers uh, got hit in the mouth with a puck. And then uh, after he gets hit in the mouth with the puck, he's like, oh, shit. I got a damn tooth in my mouth. He spits the tooth out. Now that already is fucking crazy. Because, I mean, a lot of times when the tooth comes out of a hockey player, you can pick it up and put it back in your mouth. So I don't know if he was just getting rid of it, never for it to be seen again or what. It's not clear. But he did spit out the tooth. The problem is it was not a tooth. The dude for the Rangers, his name is... Uh... Barclay, Barclay Goudreau. Contrary to what observers thought they saw, it wasn't teeth that came flying out of Barclay Goudreau's mouth and onto the ice in Ottawa last week. I don't know, Goudreau said with a still swollen upper lip following the Rangers morning skate Tuesday at Madison Square Garden. 
The quote, that was part of my mouth that should have been inside my mouth. Now that is an understatement. The puck that did the damage came screaming off teammate Condre Miller's stick and smashed the 30-year-old forward in the face. The jarring injury that Goudreau described as fluky resulted in a variety of medical issues that caused him to miss the following game Saturday in Washington. It seems the puck hit his face, broke the bone, the bone was then the, uh, the, the shard of bone came through his cheek. And now the piece of jawbone is in his mouth and he spit out the bone. That's what it was. Jesus. My God, what a bizarre, crazy ass injury. And uh, they stitched him up, and they put him in one of those face shields, and he's good to go. He was out. He was out for a day or two. Uh, the pain was excruciating. The wound required more stitches than Goudreau could count, but the worst part may be the lingering effects. He says the next thing I knew, it felt like my mouth was in a million pieces. Doctors told him he'd be restricted to liquid food for a month. Broke his jaw. I'm just trying to figure out how to get protein and everything I need in a different form other than solids. Despite the limited diet, Goudreau, who will be sporting a full face shield for the foreseeable future, mustered the energy to return and finish that that game. All right. No one's ever questioning the toughness of hockey players. Only hockey where you can have a, a puck hit you in the face just break your jaw, uh, jaw, the bone flies through your inner mouth and is now in your, you're like chewing on it like a goddamn lozenge and you go spit out bone chunk, get stitched up and finish the game. Yeah, we'll deal with it after the game. My God. And all of that uh, could have been avoided had they just played with some type of shit in front of their face. I, I, I just don't understand them. You know, you see a lot of the hockey players now are wearing these uh, neck guards, which I had been talking about for more than a decade because I keep hearing about... I actually know a guy who had a bad injury his whole face got sliced by a blade. Uh, Matt Ford was his name. And um, nope, nope, we're not going to wear a neck guard. And now finally somebody actually dies. The one dude died from blood loss. And they finally said, okay, we will wear neck guards. I just don't get it. Kenny says hockey players are just made different. Who knew it was Lego, though? I can't stop picturing that Lego jaw now. Kevin Kuypers brings up Mitch Callahan, of course. Tyler says, basically, DeBone popped out of the cheek. Yeah, wear a cage, you dumbasses. 
Chris says those neck guards aren't even that intrusive. You know what they wear now? They wear a shirt, which is almost like a mock turtleneck, which comes up. And it's like, that's not enough. You got to have a, a, a thing Velcroed all the way around the neck for it to work. That's what my son used to have to wear. Uh, Kenny says, uh, that would have made more sense with my first comment, which was, you can just pick up a tooth and put it back in your mouth. What? Like it's a Lego piece or something? Ha ha. Oh, yeah. That's true. They'll, uh, if you lose a tooth, they can put it back in the socket. And if it's, you know, within a certain time frame, sew it back in and good as new. Exactly like a Lego. And it's, it's, it's tailor-made to fit. Uh, Hurricane Ashley, as you know, her boyfriend is uh, Tim from Shoreliners, uh, former AHL ref, former hockey player, says he'd never wear a face mask. Yeah, and I, I, w- I can't wait to be able to see him face-to-face and ask him, try to reason with him about that. It's like, why? Why not? Give me a good reason. Oh, you can't see, eh? No, yeah, you can. You you can see. You can see fine. Oh, you know, I mean, I don't want to look like a goof out there, eh? I want to look like a man. I'm a man, eh? I don't need a, a, a face shield, eh? I'm a hockey player. No doubt about it. Yeah, you're from Michigan. Why do you sound like you're from Quebec? Oh, hey, I don't hear it, eh? Oh, hey. I was overserved at the bar, eh? You fucking dummy. Uh, yesterday, or the other day at the hockey game, uh, one of the refs uh, comes walking up to me. I In between periods, I'll walk off the ice. And he says to me, he goes, hey, we were talking about you last night, eh? He was out to eat. This ref, I forget his fucking name. He's a little fella. This little fella ref skates up to me. Hey, yeah, hey, I was, I was, we were talking about you, eh? I, I was with the hurricane. He refers to Ashley as the fucking hurricane. Hey, Zayner. Uh, it's one of Tim's ref buddies that he oversees. And he's kind of like a uh, fucking ref, uh, I don't know, executive or some shit. And they all sound the same. All these refs, they all talk the same. They're all like, they have this fake Canadian accent. Rebecca says, is he a youper? No, worse. They all, they're all fake Canadians. All these refs are Americans, but they sound like they're from Ottawa. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gruesome. You don't want to know those people. They just. It's one thing to be uh, associated with a Canadian, but it's an entirely different thing when you have someone who's actually speaking Canadian and they're not even Canadian. Oh, hey, Zayner. And everything is like uh, excitable. Hey, Tim, how are you? Oh, hey, Zayner. Oh, hey, how's it going? Doing well, buddy. Oh, hey, uh, uh, yeah, so... uh. Ash and I went out to eat with another ref, eh? 
Ashley says he called me the hurricane. Yes, he did. He actually did. He goes, oh, the hurricane, eh? Yeah, I know her. Ashley says he met for uh, met me for one second. This nickname has legs. Oh, yeah. And let's be honest here. That nickname was given to you because of your destructive nature, like a hurricane. You're the only person I know who can show up at a charity event to raise money for the local animal shelter. All it is is a car show. You pass the hat. Everybody throws a dollar to win. You give it to the local humane, the Harbor Humane, and then people pet the dog. Maybe they adopt the dog. Then they go home. That's it. There's three dogs there. All of a sudden, there's two dogs there. Uh, Tim comes up to me. goes, oh, hey, Zayner. Yeah. Oh, you seen Ash? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, she disappeared, eh? I don't know where she went. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, keep your eyes peeled, Zayner. No doubt about it. She's got to be nearby, eh? Okay. No problem. I'll be on the lookout. Oh, here she comes, eh? Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, cancel the APB on the hurricane, eh? Okay. No problem. Thanks. Hey, why is this dog soaking wet, eh? She picked up the fucking puppy. Because, oh my God, this dog smells. I think this dog needs a bath. Drags it into the kitchen, kitchen, into the bathroom of uh, Irvine's Auto Repair and gives the dog a bath with fucking hand soap. I did it a favor. I mean, because of me, the fucking dog's got to get adopted. Stop helping people. Uh, Chris says the tornado had nothing on the hurricane. No way. Destroyer of laptops. Also enemy of laptops. Yes. These are all historic things that Ashley has to give her these nicknames. Laptop destroyer. Hurricane Ashley. Legendary. Blue State Rob says Hurricane Ashley is an alpha's alpha. Oh, let me, let me check with the boss, eh? All right. Uh, I remember not long ago, a few years ago, maybe, there was a story about some guy as a politician, forgot what, what part of the uh, U.S. he was in, where he's driving down the road, he's shit-faced, he uh, hits a pedestrian. The guy flies up, his face, his head goes through the windshield. And then um, he's dead. The guy keeps going. Like the next day, the guy who hit the dude, the politician, pulls up and says, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, someone ran into a guy here. He's dead. Holy shit. Hey, why is there a bloody pair of glasses in your front seat? And why is your windshield busted or some shit? I don't know. They ended up finding out it was the guy. He ended up hitting the dude and, uh, yeah, the guy came through the windshield and then he was drunk. So he fucking drove away and it was all a fucking catastrophe. That still might be going on. 
This has happened again, but it's even worse. Thank you to Kenny for sending this story along. Some dude, he wasn't a politician, just a nobody. A guy in Texas is driving along, and uh, he was all fucked up, and he hit a pedestrian and uh, killed him. And then, um, if that isn't bonkers enough, the dead guy was in the passenger seat of the car and the guy was so fucked up. He drove almost 40 miles to like a Chick-fil-A to get food. And he orders the food. No, it was a Jack in the box. This is near uh, Texas, some place called, believe it or not, the place is called White Settlement. White Settlement, Texas. Which, how the fuck is there a place called White Settlement? Wasn't there a politician, um, Rick Perry, who had like a, uh, um, he called his uh, retreat N-word head. Remember that one? True story also. What the fuck? Yeah, this actually happened. Texas man in custody after hitting a pedestrian body flies through the windshield and is right next to him. He drives 38 miles of Jack in the box with dead guy next to him. The white settlement police department said it received a welfare check call on Saturday night. Hey, I think you got to go to the Jack in the box. There's a dude with a dead dude next to him in the passenger seat and the windshields busted out. A uh, cop showed up. That's what they found. Dead guy in the front seat. The uh, driver's 31 year old Nestor Joel Luan Flores. Here he is. That's the guy. When emergency crews arrived on the scene, they determined that the guy next to him was dead. Police said Flores told authorities he believed he struck an animal in Dallas and continued to drive until he reached the parking lot, 38 miles, where he was detained. Uh, uh, Despite saying he thought he hit an animal, Flores never called the cops or emergency responders to the incident. An alert was sent to police agencies throughout the area to find out if any of the departments had received a report of a hit and run. None. My God. Uh, Human remains were also found near the roadway, which matched the victim's body. So it was like that fucking uh, game where you flip the cards to get a match. Hey, there's an ear over here. Well, hold it up. Yeah, it's the same. It's He's missing an ear. That's a match. My God. Did, uh, detectives say the impact was so severe, the victim's body was thrown through the windshield and came to rest on the passenger seat. He remains in custody on a pending charge of intoxicated manslaughter, according to cops. Son of a bitch. Okay, this is why I've every time I see this, it drives me crazy. If you're taking a walk on a street 
you walk towards the traffic. If you're on a bike, you ride with the traffic. But if you're walking or running, you go towards the traffic. The headlights, you have to see them coming at you. If you're walking on the right side of the road with your back to traffic, it's a huge mistake. You always want to see because in the event that somebody's coming, it gives you a puncher's chance to jump out of the way. I don't know for sure the guy was walking with traffic, but I would I would venture to guess that this whoever this is that's now dead was walking with traffic. You definitely don't want to do that. God damn, what an absolute catastrophe. Kenny says exactly. Pedestrians and people on bikes are always on the wrong side, it seems. Drives me nuts. Blue State Rob describes the guy as a real-life Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Kenny writes, new movie in the works, Weekend Drive at Bernie's, driving with a dead dude. Um, I think Chris might have spoiled the story, but oh well. It happens. I don't, I don't even care anymore just going to happen unless I see it at unless I'm actually saying the words when someone actually does it I'm like it's too much energy to waste you know Tyler says that city might as well be called no blacks allowed city white settlement white settlement Texas Jesus, what the hell? All right. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. This great team is uh, excited because the interest rates are starting to fall. It won't be long until that happens every few months, drop another half a percentage point or one percentage point, and we get back down to low interest loans. They did all that to slow people's spending, and it worked. They know what they're doing. This is why your old pal EZ trusts the government. 231-332-6505. Call today. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Don't forget about the Grand Rapids Gold. They are in action right after the new year. You can uh, check out a game by going to grandrapidsgold.com. $2 beers, $2 dogs, so much fun. Hang out with me. Low ticket prices, 12 bucks. You can get a ticket for 12 bucks. That's great. Grandrapidsgold.com for information. All right. Rick from TC Paintball invites you to come see him. I have a paintball event just over one month away, January 21. I want to see you there. TCPaintballGR.com. That's their website, Fully Stocked Pro Shop. Gather up your friends, gather up the family, and uh, get after a paintball adventure at TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Okay. Believe it or not, I am uh, short of things to talk about today. So we are going to do the asshole of the day, and we're going to call it a day. For the free podcast. Uh, The asshole of the day 
On Friday, it was me for some reason. I don't remember why. I can't remember shit. Uh, is that idiot drug addict, Matthew Perry, this manipulating prick, that is your asshole of the day. That's why you got to wait. You know, you got to wait to see what the hell caused their death. This dumb fuck killed himself, basically. What an asshole. Uh, Kevin Brennan vindicated, in my opinion. That's it. That is it. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Until next time, have a good one, folks. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.